Welcome to the Monster RX 93.1 podcast channel. Interviews, features, music, live performances, fun and conversation only from Manila's hottest, Monster RX 93.1. Monster RX 93.1 presents All Out. Your daily morning pick-me-up. All Out hits, all out celebrity interviews, all out sports and showbiz news. Your hosts, Rico Robles and Carla Aguas. You hear that, Carla? Hear what? Beautiful piano <laughs> music because we're going to travel today. You excited to travel on a Monday? Why, why do you sound like this is sleazy uncle like no because when hey, you hear hey, when, when you hear are the you track, ready to right? travel today it's like that makes me a little uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> but, okay but you know what guys rico is right we're going all the way to wellington new zealand our second our second tv right. artist last week we had benny this week we have them now guys they are in charge of one of the most requested and played songs that we did a couple of months back i mean i don't want to delay anything but let's just say Last night, we met them at 1, we drank till 2, danced till 4, they walked us home, we were awake till dawn, we slept till noon, and now we want more. So much so that we've got them with us during this worldwide pandemic. So I so thought, I thought Carla was telling me what you did last night, but actually this is what the song, or that was the song was all about. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome on the show, give it up for Drax Project! Hey guys! <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for joining us. I mean, we're really happy to have you guys on the show. How have you guys been before anything else? I know you're calling us from New Zealand. That setup is so cool. What's up, guys? How are you? So good. Thank, thank you for that intro. Us. That was the best intro we've ever had. That was fantastic. The fact you cited the whole chorus of Woke Up Late. You know it too well. Yeah. Yes, that's so I'm trying. It, but I'm, I'm trying to be cool. That's I'm that's Carla's cool, theme song. You know song. what I mean? So, <laughs> anyway, yes, you were saying. How are you guys? We're great. We're just uh, hanging out in our studio. Um, yeah, we've been making some music, and yeah, just great to talk to you guys. I mean, you know, guys, this has been a really strange and weird time. You know, I think we can all agree that everyone, including artists. I've really been struggling throughout this whole thing. You guys were really set to start touring and playing live shows. I mean, you guys are one of the busiest bands, you know? You travel all over the world and you have all these amazing gigs. When the lockdown started happening, what was your plan of action? Were you guys, like, in sync and you were like, okay, we're going to go back to New Zealand and we're going to stay here throughout the entire quarantine? Like, as a band, how did you guys decide to go about this entire pandemic? Oh, well, we were, it was crazy. Like, we, we were in New Zealand. We we, we, were, we spent last year in, predominantly in the States, where we, 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 did, we mm-hmm. went um, to Europe and stuff for a bit, but we were based in LA, and we came back to New Zealand, um, like, December, January for, for our summer, and we had, like, a whole, a whole tour um, that we did. And then it was, when things started to get hectic, uh, New Zealand, we went into, like, a full-on, like, full lockdown, like, um, level four here was the most intense lockdown we could go into, um, and it was like the week after we went into that, we were meant to be flying back to LA. Like we had a house there and stuff. We were meant to be going, finishing a bunch of music, start playing more shows and stuff. Um, so that just obviously just was not going to happen. So we just decided to stay in New Zealand, and 
We were already here, basically, and we were so lucky that we just finished our New Zealand tour before lockdown. Well, mm. considering mm-hmm. the circumstances, we were very lucky that that happened. Um, so, the, during lockdown, though, it, we're definitely, we've been itching to play shows for a long time. That's, like, our favourite thing to do. Yeah. But I guess the next best thing is release new music. So, we just dropped Firefly, um, and there's other stuff in the works, too. Mm. You know, oh, amongst, my God, that amongst, makes me uh, so excited. The Other members, stuff in the works. Uh, true for all the fans too. Um, amongst the band, who's the one that panicked when the pandemic <laughs> first? Who was the one that became holistic? Who was the one be like, ah, let's just ride with it, let's just chill? And who's the one like, hey guys, like, get it together? I feel like Ben was so chill. I feel like Ben was like, yeah, let's just go with the flow. And Who then was Chan the was emo one? Like, Chan was a little like, um, um, I don't know. Am I? Am I? Am I wrong? Please tell us how. How was it? initial reaction to be honest yeah. I, I think we were all pretty like we, just all, we all took it real seriously the whole of New Zealand took it real seriously yeah. it was like really intense for the first lockdown but um Sam was definitely relaxed for a lot of it weren't you yeah but personally <laughs> it, was, it was nice because we'd um, been so busy for mm-hmm. the our tour and we came back just finished tour and so uh, for the first couple of weeks of lockdown it was really nice to just relax and not do too much but then after that it started to get a little bit uh you know i need to start doing some stuff and we started to figure figure out how we could actually keep working and um yeah doing doing other stuff so i don't know i i think that we've we've gotten into a good place if that if new zealand wants to go back into lockdown again Mm -hmm. uh that we could you're very ready to play fifa eight hours a day he's clogged up like ten (laughs) thousand games of <laughs> hey, listen. To each his own. I mean, people started painting. People started growing a garden of like veg and stuff. So you do you, Sam. Whatever you feel like you need to do. If it's twenty hours of FIFA, I support that. But going Love from what you guys said, which I find really interesting, is that you know you guys are a really busy band. You were in America for a whole couple of months. I mean. And then you come home and you get like the first couple of weeks. Like you guys decided like, okay, we're going to rest. We're actually going to regroup, try to figure things out. I mean, what did you learn from that experience as well as a band? Because you guys are so different, you know, when you tour versus when you're just literally taking a break. So were there any new things that you discovered about each other, about the way you write your music or the way that you wanted to go about touring? when all is said and done. Because you know, like, it's a time of self-reflection. And 2020 really was a time where people changed up their priorities and how they saw certain things. I think since, because our our lockdown was quite short, really, in comparison to um, really, like, the rest of the world. So uh, the initial, like, we only had, like, six weeks, really, of really intense... Um, don't leave your home type um, mm-hmm. lockdown. Since then, we've been all able to like come to the studio every day and work together. And I think we've really been kind of refining our our writing process. And um, yeah, I think yeah, like learning what we're what what our strengths are, but then also like our our weaknesses in terms of like production or writing elements and stuff like that. And this is really nice to actually have the the time to. Focus on them. focus on those things. Yeah, yeah. I think that there's an element of us all realizing that we always want to keep getting better at doing what we do and play, mm-hmm. playing music, but also 
performing, uh, sorry, performing music, but also writing and recording mm. and um, producing music. So yeah. it, it's been a good opportunity for us to actually figure out what each one of us wants to focus on and how we can get better at that and how those individual skills that we can get better at work together and yeah somebody bringing in new instruments like a trombone or a harmonica <laughs> in the mix uh, Sean was playing the flute the other day yeah, yeah. I brought a flute that's been <gasps> in mixed for the last like two years and I think it's broken so <laughs> I was gonna say is that even sanitary but you know what we'll, we'll let that go now since we're on the topic on of music <laughs> let's talk about Firefly because I mean you know, guys, especially here in the Philippines, when Woke Up Late came out, everybody and their mom was requesting for it. Everybody was singing it. They were bopping along to it. It's really a great song. I mean, coming from the success of that, knowing that it reached people all around the world and it was something that everybody loved, was there any pressure that you guys felt like, oh, snap, you know, when it comes to making new music, like, we got to step it up, the bar is set pretty high, or were you guys kind of like, yeah, that's great and all, but... We're just going to continue, you know, making yeah. music that we like. What was the process behind that moving forward from a hit as big as Woke Up Late? I think it was kind of both. It was definitely a mix of both. It was like, it was like, oh, yeah, well, we got a lot of attention now from, from a, lot of, a lot more people than we have in the past. So it was like a little bit of pressure to follow it up. But at the same mm -hmm. time, we sort of want to... Uh, the goal the entire time before we got Woke Up Late... And after was always that we just want to write as good music as we could, mm. and like I think it was mainly it was more inspiring than yeah a pressure filled situation. It's like wow, we we actually are able to do this from a little bedroom in Wellington where we wrote Woke Up Late. Um, mm. So it was definitely cool to realize. We've always known like it does, people it's say it all the time. It takes one song, yeah, and we kind mm. of had a little bit of a taste of that, yeah, which was inspiring. For but, us. Um, but yeah, I think I think we just we want to keep building on that, and and it's awesome that there are people out there in all of the corners of the world who are yeah. listening to our music. So, I mean, yeah, we just want to keep writing more music that people like, and that's really the the goal at the end of the day. The fact we had grandmothers in the Philippines requesting it—that's like go, I'm telling you, man, they dancing it, they dancing it all day, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, listen, listen. <laughs> it must be really nice to have talent. Uh, what's that like? <laughs> Tell us all about it. No, but okay, let's talk about Firefly moving forward. Such Great track. Song. I honestly feel like it's so different, but still kind of you guys compared to what Woke Up Late was like. You know, Woke Up Late was really fun. It was an upbeat, like, fun song. And then Firefly, I don't know. Am I the only one? Am I the person who's going to say this? I find it, like, really sexy. Like, it's such a... <laughs> It's such a hot, low-key hot song. Does that make sense? I mean, what was the inspiration behind Firefly and getting Fetty Wap as part of the track? I mean, dude, how did track that queen, that, that guy. Like, how can, like, what? Like, bringing him back is just... Tell us all about Firefly, please. Bringing him back. Fetty is that guy. Yeah, we, we wrote the song, like, in Los Angeles last year with these two producers called Roger Shahayed and Imad Royal, and they're incredible producers. Roger just had that hit with Drake, um, Laugh, what is it? Laugh, Laugh Now, Cry Now, Cry Later. Laugh Now, Cry Later. 
yeah. and Ahmad's done so many things. His most recent thing that he did was like the Max tune, I think. Yeah, he worked, he's worked with and Doja, Doja Cat, Cat and oh, Boss Bitch. So like, it was just amazing being in a room with those guys, and we had written a whole, written a whole song, and everyone was about to leave, and then Ben like was like, "Can we just? I just want to show you guys one more riff." Ben plays the mm-hmm. riff of Firefly as it is now, and everyone was just like switched on straight away again. We were all straight into the studio, like straight into the writing mode again. And we spent like three, three and a half hours just writing Firefly as it is right now, except for the Fetty part. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know where the inspiration came from. It was just like a it's, it's kind spur of, of the moment sort of thing at the time. But yeah, yeah it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of about those moments when you're mm-hmm. looking across a party or, you know, you're somewhere and you catch somebody's eye and you're like, oh, maybe... Did they maybe, catch mine? Yeah, maybe did it is a reciprocal thing and then you kinda of try to figure it out but yeah, being a little bit coy, I guess, and, and yeah, it's it's just about that spark um mm. of the moment. I guess it's like woke up late is a is that in a playful, happy kind of yeah. way and maybe a little bit more grown up, you know. It's mm. just it's similar sort of thing but just, yeah, a bit more, a bit more. Develop a little bit. So can you imagine if you go into a club, right? You go into a club and you're hearing your track and all the ladies be like, hey. Yeah, because you know I mean? that's the I vibe I'm you. getting. Like, so smooth. Not going to lie, at, at one point, like, I wanted to put on, like, a red dress and pretend to, like, salsa <laughs> or socially distanced in my room. But, like, that was the vibe that I got as well. And it's nice to see how you guys sort of matured the song as well, you know, bringing out something again so cool. When Fetty... Fetty, we're close. When Fetty <laughs> dropped that verse, when he when he decided to be part of the track and stuff, how did you guys feel? Because, of course, you write the song, you know, you have it in your head. It's already there. And then you have this other artist who comes in, does his thing, and then you guys listen to it. Was it love at first, I don't know, tune? Wow. Like, how was it like? It was like... It was Absolutely, like, yeah. We heard that he... Like, we, we sent it to Fetty and through our label 300 which is in new york and he's also on that label and we we heard back that he really liked it and he was going to get on it um he was the first person we thought of when we wrote the song we've always uh-huh. loved his music like, hang on this this song needs a feature who could we get or who do we want fetty was the first name that came up mm-hmm. we're so lucky that he liked the song and he sent back his vocals but yeah the first time you listen to it, it's the same thing with Haley Steinfeld on Woke Up Late. We're just yeah. buzzing. We're in this room right now. Speakers, which you can't see, massive speakers just blasting. <laughs> 30 watts verse on our song, Back to Us. Um, it's one of those moments, like, it's exactly that. It's just the moment in time that, like, is pretty special. We'll yeah. never forget, yeah. We all start dancing, going crazy. Yeah, you don't <laughs> want to see that. With what they sent us, like, they sent us his verse and, like, the couple uh, yeah. of the vocals they wanted to use. But we had everything that they recorded that day, and like from listening from like the start to finish, you hear him just like mumbling and just like writing his verse in the studio. Like hear him like snapping his fingers along. Like he's like, yeah, yeah like doing. And he, and then, yeah, we're not sure if he was going to do his famous ad libs or not. Yeah, crossing our fingers, and then we heard it. It's just like, yes. Yeah. It's like, did he write the verse or did he just freestyle it? Then collecting some checks. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's just, like, yeah. just like coming up with his ideas in yeah. the booth and then just yeah. it's like every every vocals take a little longer he's like yeah we gave like that baby I like that baby it's like either yeah. one <laughs> no direction 
from like well from us anyway so he just like did his thing and it was it's awesome perfect for us yeah so get in get out i'm so happy for you guys honestly because i feel like your music is really great and to get all of these amazing co-artists to be part of these tracks that's really special i mean not a lot of artists or bands get that opportunity you know especially when it's like from a different genre altogether i mean fetty is not exactly woke up late you know like that's his album you know he's like a different kind of artist so to have him in your track is so cool it just goes to show that music really is so diverse and universal all at the same time i mean that's just ah oh, i love it okay rico Fun questions. We don't want to bore them completely. Let's show them we're, you know, we're fun. For those that are <laughs> tuning in, we have Drax Project. They're joining us from New Zealand. All right. So after Woke Up Late, maybe other songs. We know you guys started out busking before. You're making real money now as an artist. <laughs> what was the first purchase that you made with your first paycheck? You were so intrusive. <laughs> We all got new computers so we can keep making music better. Yeah. We're actually, we're, we're, everyone made like an outrageous purchase. We're all so sensible, eh? We're so boring. <laughs> Rico, we always get artists who are responsible. Come on, guys. Something so they, fun. They invested on the studio. Do you buy any kicks? Any any Jeff Staple kicks, whatnot? Oh, oh we, yeah, we bought, we bought a few uh, bits. Of ben things. accidentally spent... Like $800 on a bottle of gin once. It was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> accident. It was actually an accident. accident. Like it, was an accident. it actually was an accident. Went back, had to get the receipt for it, and then it was a big <laughs> thing, and everyone, we all split it. We split it with us. <laughs> it, was, it was an accident. We felt that. sensible, Yeah. We, we bought like a bunch of awesome new keyboards that we've been wanting for ages. This is one of the things. <laughs> but no cars or I know you guys want to know, like, yeah, yeah we got a chain. You got a Lambo. Lambo. We all got chains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we were hoping, you know, like, yeah. oh, yeah, I've got a Komodo dragon in my garden. I've Lane got, like, gold. a gold-plated jacuzzi, like, something like that, you know? Like, come on, man. Nah, they're, so, they're so sensible. Okay. <laughs> Rico, go. Favorite food? Food. Favorite food? Fish and chips. Like, fish and chips. Like, yeah. Yeah, I want to say fish and chips now. Fish and chips. Like fish and chip shops over there? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah have. we have. We have. We have with mushy peas and everything. You know, Philippines is the home of basically everything. We got, okay. We got it. How about, you know, lockdown was really a time where people got to chill out. They got to hang out on their couch a lot. What are some of your go to shows or movies that you can just binge watch forever? Or if you're having a good day, bad day, it's, it's a movie or a show that you turn to for comfort. As a group, as a collective, we do. Yes, Nacho Libre. Nacho Libre is a very serious thing. Yeah, and we and take the movie very seriously. In our, in our world, yeah. Um, that movie is is uh, it's great. It's, it's part of our great. culture. <laughs> it's part of our culture as a band. It yeah. honestly is. Yeah, Nacho Libre. Yeah, Nacho yeah. Libre. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, like of Classic. all the possible movies, it's like as a band, Nacho Libre <laughs> is like our jam. Like that's that's our movie forever. <laughs> if you were at a bar, what would be your drink of choice? A bar. Oh man, we all have our own. 
bottle of gin for Ben. Eight no. hundred. <laughs> Eight hundred or up. He, he doesn't go for the cheap gin. So okay, noted. <laughs> I'm a bit of a. I, 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 I've been enjoying a glass of red wine recently. Oh, he's mature. <laughs> oh, look at you. Look at you all grown up, Shan. Like okay. You guys, so I, mature. I, I, I like. And it would be any like any time would be a Corona with a lemon slice, unbeatable on a hot day. That's true. I, I really love the drink called Fernet or Fernet and Coke. It's like this mentholy kind of thing. It, most people, quite nice. Most people who try it, who I've I've gone to try it, really don't like it. But I like it. I think it's good. Sends into it. Okay, we've been reading some of these chats. Maybe someone just said fish and chips is, is their life. <laughs> yeah, it's something. Okay, I've got a question. I mean, you guys are obviously really close. You love each other very much. But can you spill some tea? Like, were there ever any moments where you guys fought, or like two members fought and they were like, "I'm not talking to you. Like, go away." Like, were there any moments that you can share? Well, there one time when these two were living together, you gave <laughs> Sean gave Sam a fright, or Sam gave Sean a fright. Oh, yeah, and like, the other yeah. one didn't enjoy that very much. He, ca- he snuck up behind me, and then he gave me a fright. And I did, <laughs> my automatic reaction was to turn around. I was like this. Oh. And, like, and I was like, don't do that to me. It was very close to smashing me in the face. Yeah, but we, we, I we mean, fight all the time. Yeah, we have yeah. fights all the time. I would, it's all good. I would call it a disagreement, you know. Mm. It's like when you have when you have siblings and you, yeah. you fight about something, but then you, you work it out and... It's all good. We all want to do the same thing, just keep releasing the best music we can. Okay. And it's super cheesy. <laughs> it's actually so cheesy, I'm not going to continue. We get grumpy over the dumb things. Like, Sean left a bag of bananas in... That was bad, though. ...in, like, our uh. like, car drive out to the studio. But he left it in there over lockdown, so it was, just, like, <laughs> in, in the car for, like, two months. I can and still it just, smell it. Oh, it was bad. Oh. My fault. And I'll take like, the blame for that. There are other people involved, but I'll... Uh, that's that's, that's <laughs> one of the, it was one of the more recent times where I've been genuinely frustrated. Angry at Sean. Yeah. And just negligence. <laughs> but, it was pure negligence. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but those are Oh, wow. We want to say thank you. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our music, for requesting it, um, for writing with us over our journey. We've still got a lot more music to come for you guys, and we're going to come see you as soon as we can. As soon as the world lets up. Not just saying that. We will, that. Yeah, we will be. We want to come play some shows as soon as we can. We want to come meet you. So, yeah, thank you so much. All right. Oh, we want you guys here as well. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. Before we let you go, Wow, that sounded like a song right before I let you go. Anyway, first thing that you want to do... Okay, okay, Shan. First thing that you want to do when the pandemic is over. Like, the first thing that you want to do. Aside from touring, aside from going on the road, like, what is the first thing, like, top of your list that you just want to do? I'm going to be honest. I want to take my girlfriend to New York and have New York pizza with her for the first time. Because... I'm doing it like this year, but obviously that's not good, never going to happen this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometime in oh. the future. Yeah. I think I want to go skiing in Japan. Oh. Yeah. Hey, nice. 
I love the difference. It's like, I want to take my girlfriend to New York for pizza. And then so I was like, I want to go skiing in Japan, live my best life. I want for the others. Uh, well, I was, I was just thinking um, visiting the Philippines would be cool. Maybe bring our instruments as well. And uh, I don't know, come see you guys and, I don't know, play some okay. music. Okay, okay, Matt, okay. You can be, you can cool. be the publicist as well. We don't like suck-ups here. Y'all no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. You guys are hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming with you. I'm coming with you to the Philippines. We're just doing a drum and guitar. <laughs> yeah. <dude. laughs> hey, that would be really interesting. But guys, thank you so thank much you guys. for joining thank us. You. It really means a lot. We wish you well. We can't wait for all of the new music that you're going to be coming out with. I mean, we're going to play it definitely in the station. We wish you well. We can't wait to have you guys in the Philippines. Take care, okay? Thank you. Thanks, there you, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Drax Project. He's gonna take us out with some song. You're gonna take us out with some song? Go ahead. Let's do it. <laughs> hey! <laughs> there you go. Give it up for Drax Project. Bye. Bye. Hey guys. Hey guys. Oh my God! I want to go to New Zealand. Great to hang out with them. The just imagine, beans right? ever. Aww. Get some fish and chips, get some drinks, and them playing in your living room? Yo. Mm -hmm. That's what it's First all about. First of all, I wish I was from New Zealand because New Zealand has their S together, you know? Mm -hmm. They're doing great. They're doing fine. They're thriving. And then they've got all these amazing talents just chilling in, in New Zealand as well. So, yeah. I hope you monsters enjoyed that. In just a bit, we're going to have Brett and James as well. So, keep it locked in for that. Rico... What a start to a Monday. It's, it's so refreshing. It's a refreshing feeling to invigorate you because it is a start of a brand new week. And these guys, they're song Carla. So it reminds you of Santana Smooth from way, yeah, way back exactly. with Rob Thomas. So we're gonna... that, that Latin feel, right? Yeah, right, what right. There you go. Drax Project. Thank you guys for taking time to join us. Coming up, she did mention James and Brett, but for Facebook Live, she is Carla Aguas. He's Rico Robles Live. That's Facebook Live Part 1. Coming up, careless music. Is it showbiz? Is it gossip? Is it sports? It's more. It's all out. All out. With Rico and Carlo. I'm that he's supposed to tell me like five seconds before. He just goes, okay. And I'm just go. like, yeah, that's not how we work, Rico. But you're, you're awake. It, it rushes the, you know, the blood no, rushes to your No, it veins. doesn't. You know what it does? It what? annoys me. Oh, it okay. annoys me to no end right before our guests. Like well, right in front of them. These so you're guys. just lucky they're friends of the monster. Yeah. Because if not, I would literally kill you. I'm like trying right to figure out how I will introduce these guys. I don't know who the CEO is. I don't know who the COO and what positions they got. But all we know is these guys make great music. Mm -hmm. Regardless. They could care less. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Please welcome. Brett Jackson and the long hair James Reed. <laughs> What's up? Hi, guys. Hey. Are you guys coming in at a bad time? Not oh, so. Well, you were in the middle of a spat, yeah, but it's okay just, because you know. I need to get my blood pressure back down. <laughs> but anyway, hi, Brett. Hi, James. Hi, Before anything else, hi, how have you guys been? We haven't seen you guys in so long. 
Yeah, uh, we've been living under a rock, apparently. <laughs> I haven't seen the sun at all. <laughs> Brett, I mean, you haven't seen the sun in a while. I yeah. love you, but I mean, He's in the studio. let's not try That's to blame the pandemic for this. Okay? Anyway. <laughs> it's just so nice to see you guys. Oh my gosh, Rico. I'm so happy. You know, I love these two. Fellas, it's been a while since we did have you guys, and you did walk into a little spat um, with Carla and I. What do you guys do when your significant others are in the spat with you? <laughs> How do you handle it? Uh, concede. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. See, so we just quiet and we just smile, right? You smile. Go, right? Very concede. smart, James. Yeah. It's one word, concede. Yeah. Just yeah. smile, grin and bear it. Oh, good job. Yes, you're right. Okay. No, enough about that. Let's talk about the music. I mean, Careless Music, congratulations. Wow, it's wow. just getting bigger and better every single week. Like, you guys are so busy. And it's just so incredible to watch, you know? It started as, like, this, this idea in your head, James and Brett. And then it has just blossomed into this amazing amazing company and it's just such a great opportunity for so many local artists to really shine now before we get into the nitty-gritty and everything careless music how have you guys been how has lockdown life been for both of you music aside like because this has been a crazy time a lot of people have hit pause on a lot of the things going on in their life so how have you guys been dealing with lockdown um i think like like everyone else at the beginning of lockdown, you know, uh, I just kind of, yeah, everything was so uncertain and scary at the start. And I don't know, it, only, it took me about two weeks to realize, you know, if I don't, you know, get my act together, if I don't start, um, you know, really trying to get into work and find things to do that are productive then you know everything is just going to slip through my fingers i was even worried about careless at one point hey daniel joy um yeah we were, i was worried about it at one point but this year no matter how challenging it has been um it's really forced us to grow as you know, the company as a label and it's been a transitioning phase for us you know going from a group of friends that are you know, just messing around and making music. Actually, we still are fans. <laughs> Definitely, uh, we've improved a lot on, you know, on the corporate side of things, and we're really growing out. You know, our uh, content side, our marketing, um, so that we can really, you know, make the most out of the music that we make. But overall, uh, I have to say, like this is the busiest I've ever been, um, willfully. <laughs> you know very important with the by choice <laughs> I like Brett, that part was it when you were putting when you two are putting up uh, careless music did you imagine that it would be this big and what were the challenges that you guys had to face while you were putting up this label of yours when we were what sorry when you guys were putting up the label what were the challenges that you guys made that you had to overcome um, actually, when we put the label, we were just, it was honestly just for fun. We just wanted to make music that we liked and we wanted the creative freedom to do it. Yes. But as it grew from just wanting to make music to actually, you know, wanting to um, affect culture and able to provide that same um, 
uh, what do you call it, opportunity for other artists, that's when we face challenges. Mm-hmm. And um, we've grown a lot through them. And, you know, it's become a lot clearer in what we're trying to do. And I think what Careless has kind of become now, it's really wanted to be a catalyst for breakthroughs in the music industry. And yeah. I think um, Nadine's album and visual album is a good, you know, testament to that. Um, you know, the visual album has never been done before in the Philippines, mm-hmm. or maybe at least not at that scale. And, uh, you know, what really sets this apart is also the storytelling and the message behind it. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, guys, one thing that I really want to commend you for is, you know, it's one thing to be known for the projects that you do because let's face it you know careless is very well supported as well by fandoms right and it's one thing to have that support but it's another to also move past that in the sense that you guys now have fans who don't really know you james for your acting i mean they know of you but they're not necessarily you know fans that watched your showbiz career same with you brett you know these are people that came in purely for the music i mean when that happened, when you guys started seeing that there were so many other people out there who didn't care. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Not, not to put any offense, but they didn't care that you were James Reed, that you were Brett Jackson, that it was Nadine wow. and her songs. You know, They knew you guys for the music and they loved you guys. How did that feel? Because that's a whole different market, right? That's a whole different group of people that you guys got to meet as well. It's definitely a great feeling. Um, there's so many different people from around the world that will comment and send messages of just support. And it's just like, I can't believe that the music has transcended the Philippines to places in Africa, to places in the Europe, to places in the US, um, Southeast Asia, Korea, just all these places with people that are giving their support, being number one in how many different countries with all the projects that we've been able to put out. And it's just overwhelming sometimes to just be like wow these people actually believe in it and they get what we're trying to do mm-hmm. so imagine this when you guys were working on the Dean's album it was a while since stay up no three two all came out then all yeah. of a sudden it was like all right cool nadine all right, you want to get to music let's get that music going <laughs> and you guys get in the studio with her working a lot of emotions there, by the way, because it was a tough time in her life when she was in the yeah. studio writing. What were the struggles and what were the fun times in the studio experience with her? Um, I feel like we'll be releasing BTS videos soon um, this <gasps> month. Wow. So we'll be able to see, you know, what it was like when we had, um, we, I know we've talked about this before, we had like lock-ins. Um, with you know some of the artists and producers and Nadine, just to really like uh, find the, the the core of the album of what we're trying to do, and then just yeah. make it as many songs as possible. And I think I mean the whole process was you know I can't say anything any of it was difficult because it's it's not really difficult to make uh, anyone to make music. The yeah. whole part is creating something that is cohesive and has a message and has a story that you know affects people like getting across that message just that's the hard part about making music but um um, Nadine did it very well like it was amazing how you know she came from someone who doubted her own writing Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. to this project she wrote you know 
70 percent enough of, of all the lyrics and some of the melodies so I think that's incredible. Um, speaking of the entire album, I mean, what made you guys decide to go the visual album route? Because I find that so interesting as well that, you know, as a label, you guys really go above and beyond. You know, like, it's it's different from, like, launching, just, like, dropping an album to making this entire production. That really took a while because you guys really focused on each and every song and the visuals behind each of them. So, was there like a sit down? Did you have like a round table board meeting discussion? Like, so Brett, yes, James, um, let's do a visual album. What do you mean by a visual album? Like, you know, let's let's focus on on the music, but with the views as well, and we'll chop it on YouTube. I mean, what was the process behind the visual album? And weren't you guys scared or intimidated? Like, are we biting off more than we can chew? Are we spreading ourselves too thin? Because Guys, <laughs> I mean, it's not a normal thing, you know? It's not a common thing no. to have a full-fledged visual album. Um, I'd say you described it perfectly. <laughs> um, there was a lot of like, oh my god, guys, this is kind of crazy. Like, like, can we really pull this off? There was a lot of that. And we did, we had everyone come together. Um, like a large group of creatives um, from the director, Dom. Uh, Don Beckett, um, our own creative director, uh, uh, Hens, you know Hens, and um, as part of Nadine's team, Koga Project, um, Ed and Lynn, the stylist, we all came together, just threw out as many ideas as possible, you know, against the wall to see what would stick. And originally, we planned to do a video for each song on the album, actually. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And what? Producer <laughs> Lux was like, "Yo, guys, this is just ridiculous. We can't do that." So, uh, yeah, I, I thank him for saving me and um, you know, kind of just pulling us back down to earth. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, we're really happy with the way it turned out, and we were just thinking, like, "Yo, let's just do something that's different. Um, mm-hmm. That's it's more than just a visual album. Like, it's almost like a short film. Like, there's a story to it as well." Yeah. Then it in really comes, is an amazing album. When you guys release Wildest Dreams as a radio single, the reaction, some were, I asked Nadine the same thing when we interviewed her. Some were like, whoa, Nadine's back. And the others are confused. Like myself, I was confused when I heard the song. So I was like, I mean, I see the book, where is it? You know what I mean? I was telling Carla, I'm like, I don't know if this is the intro, the prelude, or the extra of the album. I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Did we get the right song? But, you know, how was the reaction of the people? And was that part of the plan? I think the whole plan for Nadine's album was if we really wanted to, we could sit down and just make radio hits. It's yeah. something that we can do. We know that we're capable of. But something that I think we strive for as a label is innovation. And it's mm-hmm. something where it's like, okay, let's make music that when people go... Oh, have you heard Wild Dreams? They go, yeah, that's Nadine. They don't go, that sounds like this artist. This sounds like this international artist. This sounds like this. This is the genre. People didn't even know what the genre was. All they knew, I still don't know what the genre is. <laughs> All they knew was, this is Nadine Lustre. This is her sound. This is a piece. This is a piece. It's an album. It's, it's truly an album that's cohesive. It's its own thing. It's its own realm. It's wildest dreams. It's one of them. Mm. 
I think that's so wonderful for you to say, Brett, because like what I was saying earlier as well, it's very difficult to get out of that just being known as this, you know? Or it's so easy to compare Filipino songs, you know, Filipino artists to counterparts abroad. So to have this vision and this mission to really just punch through that wall and be like, no, it's not about sounding like, like this. Um, driving like this it's really just no this is the artist and this is how we're gonna go you know Brett we interviewed you years back one of the things that I found so interesting as well is you love being behind the scenes for every single artist I think that's something that I don't know maybe James can agree or disagree I don't know how you guys work as as friends but I feel like Brett is so hands-on in the sense that he'll really make sure each and every artist is comfortable in the genre that they're at and in the music that they're making what have you guys noticed about each and every careless artist like moving forward have they all changed like messiah i mean has his vibe changed as well the way he writes the way he Love performs the outfit like, of messiah by how way. how are each of the artists because like james said earlier careless is really growing it's becoming more structured you know with the marketing and and the business <laughs> venture like okay big boys like welcome like how have the artists grown as well in this entire process? Um, Messiah probably, um, he's he's the artist we're really focusing on next. He'll yes. be releasing a, like a full album. Wow. Next year. Next year. I'd say early next year. But um, yeah, he's he's really grown a lot. Um, Brett is, uh, like you said, really hands-on, especially with all the artists, which is why he's A&R. He he finds the talent and all I can say is that James is very humble because he works just as hard with the artists as I do. That's the truth about it. I think it's really uh, something that we've done for ten years working together on music, and I really trust his vision with the sound too. Mm-hmm. And when we put our heads together. Uh, you get a lot of great songs for all the artists. But as, as for the other <laughs> artists, like, they've worked on their own music um, you know, during quarantine and they've all been developing their sound. So uh, come next year, you can expect a lot of projects, a lot of singles, just generally a lot of music coming out from all the artists in Kellis. Oof, so so I'm, exciting. Guess, I'm looking. I mean, what's what's gonna be? I'm excited for King Wow. Is it gonna be at a uh, at a club? Everybody just dancing, <laughs> la hot cars. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, um, you know, October next year. I hope to release an album. So. <gasps> Oh my God, that's so exciting! I'm sorry, kick all forever. Okay, since we're on the topic, I, I love, I love Brett. He knows that. I love his music. I love yours as well, James. You have an incredible voice. I mean, what was it like though? Just going back to running a label, handling artists, and working so closely with them because both of you are very hands-on. Pandemic hits, lockdown happens. How did that entire system or process change for you guys? Because you obviously couldn't really see each other. You couldn't drop by the studio all the time. So how was it working with each artist, whether it be looking at the songs they've been writing, recording? Was that difficult? Did you guys have a hard time adjusting when the lockdown hit? Um, yes, definitely. But I think where um, it kind of helped, you know, having to be on Zoom and having to over-communicate with everyone just to get, mm-hmm. you know, one project done 
it really helped us you know, improve as you know as a label in um, in communicating, getting things to work, and just being like switched on all the time. True. Mm. Yeah. Is it showbiz? Is it ghost? Rico. 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 <laughs> just hanging out with Brett and James. With Rico and Carla. Introducing the new Is it showbiz? Is it ghost? Is it smart? It's more. It's all out. It's a what do you call it? Company secret. <laughs> oh, yeah. dang it! Yeah. You know, yeah. knew it. How does it feel to wake <laughs> up every day good looking? Right? It's like you're like long hair and all of that. <laughs> Are we scaring you guys? No, no, man. There's somebody in Brett the back ready to pull Brett's the plug, like, Carla. Well, well, my seat ain't hot. <laughs> but, you know, oh, James. Well, that's you, By the way, congratulations uh-huh. on upgrading your careless internet. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, because there are many times um, we would we interview Messiah <laughs> and he's Messiah always frozen. <laughs> Oh my and God, Carla, guys. when he okay. when he guessed it as well with Nadine, Messiah was also frozen as well. So it was really really oh. funny. So for those who are tuning Can in, we have Brett, King Wow, and also we have James. They're joining us from the Careless Studios. Now we have been asking them questions. Now James, we know that you were part of Idol Philippines. Now were there any lessons that you took from that experience to be, you know, to Careless when it comes to structurizing sound, and uh, what are the lessons that you can take from that? Um, from Idol Philippines. Um, I think from from Idol Philippines. Like, if anything, in Kellis, like I want all the music that we make to be able to be performed live. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. it's just much better experienced um, live. But even if it's even if it's digital, but like going forward, you know, um, we want all the artists to be able to really perform live because that was like a huge difference between you know kind of where we're at and a lot of the performers we'd seen is that you just give them a stage and a mic and they can tear it up mm-hmm. um yeah like I, i think you know going forward you know live shows are really what music is all about so you know we make that a point when we're making music guys can i just ask something because you know it's You guys are so like I keep going hands on with the other artists. You're really helping them, mentoring them, you know, getting them to really see just how talented they are because you believe in them. That's why you guys got them. You had them sign with the label. But does it get difficult at times to also focus on your own music, or have you guys agreed? Because like you, Brett, you said you know album maybe next year October. Are you guys putting your own music? Back, you know, in the back burner first, and you're focusing on all these other artists, or are you also working on your music at the same time? And if so, is it difficult? Because you know, it's it's you're an artist on your own, and then you're handling artists as well. So, it, I mean, is it difficult? Dude, <laughs> <laughs> like we do, um, you know, sometimes we have to, you know, like just prioritize certain artists first but that's it like it's it's fine um you know it also gives up like more time you know to figure out what we want to do you know they say that you have your whole life to make your first album 
and then you know you have a couple of months to make your next and that's like i think it's because of the pressure you feel you know the more music mm-hmm. you get like you know you get kind of pressured but i think um as time goes on you know i'm really able to you know figure out what it is i want to do like the sound i want to make which is why it was so amazing what the did with um about the streams because she knew what she wanted knew what she wanted to sing about and she knew the, the sound that she wanted and you know the looks and the visuals that she wanted to have Hmm. I think the pressure really comes from people thinking that you know you have an expiry date. Mm-hmm. Um, people will say that at a certain age or a certain time or at a certain anything, if you lose this, you know, heat behind your name or clout or whatever you want to call it, that no one will listen to your music. But I don't think that's the case anymore. Uh, speaking on some of our artists, like let's say Messiah. He doesn't have 10,000 followers, but he has endorsements. He's worked internationally with 88 Rising and Paradise Rising. And we're starting to show that the content and, you know, the quality of music that we put out should be above anything else. So above above this whole fame or anything else. So at a time like this, it's really like, I don't think either of us or any one of us are worried about when we're going to put it out, as long as it is at a high quality, as long as it is something that has a message, something that's real, and something that's going to push the culture forward and the industry. Now, can you walk us through the reaction when you first saw and finished the Wildest Dreams video, um, is it montage? Video album. Because I was, video album, I was yeah. speechless. When it was done, I was just like, Okay, what to do next? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I need, I need 30 minutes to absorb everything. And I, I messaged Carla a whole lot <laughs> of message, right? Okay, <laughs> After we watched it the first time, we're like, God, I need to see it again. That's one. <laughs> we watched it like three times. And the director, Dom Beckett, he's, uh, he has such an amazing mind. Yes. Um, and yeah, the, 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 there was so much that he put into it, um, so many layers that. You don't really notice the first time you see it, but the more that, um, the more times you watch it, you notice all these subtle hints, and these subtle layers, um, and it's it's really well thought through. And yeah, the first time I watched it, it was I was also speechless. You know, I had to see it again just to really sink in the message of it. You guys are so cute. I love how they're so honest. They're like, right? listen, like, even we were like, Derek, that's good. That's good, bro. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's elbow now, right? So, bro, we did it. We did it. I mean, I know we're still all enjoying Wildest Dreams and, you know, we're re-watching it. We're requesting for it. But, guys, I mean, you dropped something like that. Do you have a sense of, like, pressure, like, Okay, um, we're working on Messiah next, so <laughs> by next year, we got to have something, you know, just as huge. Or, I mean, did you guys feel like you've set the bar, you've set the standard a certain way, and now it's like, like, did you and Brett just look at each other like, okay, so here's the problem now, Brett, yes, James, where, how, from here, you know, I mean, how, how are you guys dealing with that now? There's people that have been asking if we're making like, visual albums for all the artists and I need together to make some sort of like wireless Marvel Universe <laughs> music videos, but 
Oh, that's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm quarantine. I don't think we be able to pull that off. Well, I think uh, Wildest Dreams is its own universe and it's its own project, mm-hmm. and that it is its own thing. So we don't really have to think like, oh, we have to make something that's the same. No, we'll make mm-hmm. something different, and it might be bigger, it might be smaller, but it will still be of the same quality. Mm. Look at look at Brett. So like, <laughs> yeah, it's like mature, yo, professional. Like, he did he, it's its right own here. thing. Got it. So down. we're gonna just move forward and have each artist have their own thing. Okay. Before we get to fun questions, for <laughs> both of you, what are your, what are your favorite songs from the album? Like, if you had to pick one, two. Oh, that's hard. You wanna you wanna go first? Okay. Um, my favorite. A uh, song on the album would definitely be "Glow." Mm. Um, I think having the, you know, the indigenous instruments in it, starting it out, and then it turning into this just hybrid of like dance EDM and just pure, just Nadine just saying, "I'm here," and then the final where she just yells "Glow" at the end. I think it's super powerful. The message is powerful, and the song is just completely. John, genre bending, I love that. Mm. For me, How about I, you, it's it's hard to pick. Like, which was the one you felt? Is it the video that you were in? Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, that was yeah, a nice one. I, Wait, I know huh? that got my heart a little bit. It's like whoa, and I saw it on the video. It's like yo, I Rico, you, you are such a sap. Yeah. <laughs> it's an artistic representation of the journey and the overall, you know, yeah. path that they're taking. Oh, James, okay? what's the song? But James? of course, Rico's in the side, like again. <laughs> uh, but my my favorite track, I guess, I really love the beat in um, "Dance with Danger," the oh. the first track, um, in the mm. visual, and also, how, how does it sound? Can you sing a sample? That's the danger. Yeah. You you really want me to? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go go go. <laughs> Sarcasm. I think it has to with me. That's okay. the only way I'll sing it. Oh man. Okay, go. Oh, yeah. I'll do the beat. <laughs> <laughs> he gave me the awkward James Reed smile. It's like Rico, shut no, up. He You're gave me the perfect <laughs> James Reed answer. Like, okay, but you gotta you gotta go go along with me on this one. See, Rico. <laughs> You ain't ready for this. You ain't ready for long hair, James. Yeah, long hair, James saying? is something. Long hair, You're James saying, is a different James. character. <laughs> the other track would be um, "Save a Place." Mm-hmm. Save um, a place. Oh. Voice is really good on that song, and the message is—I don't know—it's—it's it's a universal message for anyone that you know has lost anyone important in their lives. Mm. And you know, during that song, Nadine's already mentioned that like she was uh, voice was cra- uh, breaking. Because she was crying while she was recording the song, because it was just, you know, um, that personal to her. So, you know, I'd like everyone to listen to that song. And please use earphones so you can really feel the bass. Um, Marcus Davis really went all out producing that song, mm-hmm. and it's also very important to him. So, um, we wanted to capture the sound of like, you know, stars exploding in space. So. Keep that in mind when you listen to it. Now, when when you were talking about the voice cracking, when you do hear "Save um, Save the Place," it it really will resonate to you when you lost somebody. And there are times when she didn't want to continue; she didn't want to carry on. 
What was that message that you guys would send her? What were the words of encouragement that you guys would talk to Nadine and tell her? Um, I think like for Nadine, yeah, it, it felt like sometimes um, like, you know, she had to stop. But um, at, by the end of it, for her, it was really like, what's the word? Like cathartic for her mm. to, be, to sing that song and get that message out to her brother. So, um, you know, by the end of it, she was really glad that she, you know, she could make a song like that and make a song like that for him, mm-hmm. her brother. I think it's so beautiful, it's beautiful as well how she's grown as an artist to be able to, you know, draw strength and purpose from that pain and mm-hmm. translate it into this beautiful piece of music that I know is a very personal journey for her, but it's universal in its effect because we've all experienced a form of loss, you know, not necessarily somebody, but maybe a relationship, an opportunity, a career. And especially at a time like now where... 2020 is just hitting different, guys. <laughs> I mean, to have music come out. That's that's another thing. Before we get to fun questions that I wanted to ask you guys. We asked this to all of the artists that we guest on the show. But, you know, with this entire pandemic, like we said, certain plans, certain visions, they were put on hold. They were postponed. They were moved. I mean, what made you guys decide that despite everything that's happening, we are going to drop this visual album. Because, you know, some people will be very thankful and grateful for it. But then, of course, you have people who are like, now is not the time, buddy. Like, people are losing their jobs. They have no money. And then you're you're releasing this. And, you know, it happens, right? It brings out the best and the worst in people. What made you guys decide as friends, as artists, and as a label that despite the pandemic, we're going to be releasing this incredible project? Right. I'd have to disagree to say that, you know, it's not the right time. Um, I mean, for us, there was really no other way forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have a big group of people and we're taking care of a lot of people. So, you know, one, to give everyone something to do, to stay sane, also to, to you know, make a living. Um, and two, I feel like, you know, the message behind it was very timely. And mm-hmm. with everything that's happening, especially like in social media, there's a lot of you know, the, like when I look on it, like everything starts looking the same. There's a lot of like watered down content. And I feel like there is, there is a demand for something high quality, something that, you know, makes your mind, you know, that kind of just stimulates your brain, you know, something that's not so spoon fed. So mm. yeah, I have to disagree that it, it's not, um, it's not the time for this. I think it came mm-hmm. at the perfect time. Now, how do you guys stay the focus? You know, how do you keep it? With you did mention social media, sometimes you would get flagged, you would write all, all these comments, whether it's good or bad. You hear it, sometimes they tag us, you know, and we see yeah. it, and, sometimes. and we ignore. <laughs> and uh, how do you guys handle it? And what's the secret behind know. handling it? I don't know, like to deal with um, what exactly, like random comments of people, you know, like the memos and the. The trolls about because you know some people just they just can't be happy for other people's success or they refuse to see somebody change or mm-hmm. focus on something else because there are going to be people that are just going to be all about you guys as artistas as celebrities they can't process or they don't want to process this musical side 
So how do you guys deal with that? Because there is a separation, you know? I am an actor on one hand, but I'm also very into music and I'm very good at it. So how do you guys deal with with that? I mean, well, like specifically for like me, Nadine, and, and Brett, like we don't make our music for those people. So mm-hmm. It doesn't really make uh, that much of a difference to us. Um, we just keep doing what we feel like is, you know, what we enjoy doing, um, something we feel like, you know, people need to hear or something, you know, that we can be proud of. I don't know, we just keep moving forward. Mm. Yeah, at, at the end of the day, um, people will say good or bad things and that will be in your life no matter what. So mm. no matter who you are, whatever field you're in, that's just something you'll always have to deal with. But at the end of the day, if you know that you're doing the right thing and you're helping people and you're not stepping on anyone you're trying to do something that's different mm-hmm. I mean why stop there's yeah. no reason to stop there's a couple of people talking let's keep on going Ooh. that's what it's about right, Carla write time for a, a fun question can you write a book next a visual book so much? <laughs> grab it All right, time for a fun question here we go guys um, what was the first major purchase that you guys made with the careless music Manila <laughs> check, what was the blingy purchase that you made? Did you buy a Ferrari? Did you buy a whole studio? A twenty no, pound bling? No, no work, no work related stuff. No, yeah, no work related no stuff. Wait, with the first what? With the first careless check. paycheck. Yeah, the check, the paycheck. <laughs> All the money goes back into the careless. Yeah. <laughs> Make more music with it. <laughs> Oh, I love Brett's laugh. It was a legit like. Yeah, unless it's a new, like having your own label that's also run by artists is that you know you want the money to go back to to the music. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you guys have truly grown so much. I mean, not that you were immature before, but I just love how focused and serious you guys are. Like, I really feel like. I'm talking to, you know, label execs. It's like, it's very exciting. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> First of all, Brett, the champion sweater. I mean, it's like CEO a hipster CEO. Okay. Since you're, since you're best friends, you know, some people say it's not a good idea to work with friends, to do business with friends, to run a business with friends. I mean, what do you guys think are the pros and cons of working together on Careless as best friends? Like, what are the uh, challenges you face? Do you fight? Like, do you have disagreements? Like, I really don't think it's a good idea, Brett. Brett is yeah, laughing. James, well, you know, I mean, or is it just all like, bro, that's such a good idea, yeah. <laughs> oh, get out. You know, I mean, what are the you know, pros and cons of working with your best friend? You're absolutely right. It's not a good idea to start a business with friends. <laughs> Because it is extremely, extremely difficult. Yeah. It is. Really? How so? But, however, if you can, you know, get past that, then it is it is the best, really. You know, yeah. being able to... It's, I think, mo- most of the, like, the reason why it was so difficult at the start was just because we weren't all in the right headspace, you know? Mm. We would, on the weekend, be like, oh, hey, you should do this and that, and then I'll work on this and, like, Okay, great. Break. And then just like, I don't know, chill out and play video games or something. <laughs> Nothing we get, you know, fingers get pointed and everything. Yeah. So, um, 
yeah, we just went all ready and then the right mind space. Um, but, you know, it's been a very serious year. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it was like make or break. I think Aww. it's like any relationship. It's just like uh, the more things you go through, and you're like, <laughs> not only, <laughs> the more things you go through, um, good or bad, the stronger the bond. Yeah, the stronger the bond is. And, you know, that kind of bond between everyone that's in care is, is what's driving this whole thing forward. Mm-hmm. So, I think the best thing. Brett, oh, come what's on, that guys. one thing? I really like this answer. What's that one thing that people don't know about James? And James, what's that one thing that people don't know about Brett? <laughs> Sorry, I only like bad things that come into my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, non live no, <laughs> message. Brett, Brett, we're not live. It's just a, yeah. a, a conversation between Rico, me, you, and James. Nobody's watching. We're about a thousand eight hundred people. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's, nobody's listening. Okay, I've got a, I've got a fun one that you can share. Okay, what was maybe one disagreement that you guys had with regards to careless that you can share? That it was a little bit of a spat, but then, like you said, you guys overcame it and you you powered through one specific little moment where there was like a oh it's really not good to be working with your friend that you can share um i think of the i mean nothing was like super serious not like a you know like yo this is incorrect <laughs> 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 like for, for example um after the Kellis mixtape, the first one, yeah. um, I wanted to make a solo project for some of the artists, and Brett wanted to make another uh, mixtape. And you know, it doesn't really matter, you know, um, which was like there was no real right answer to any of it. Mm-hmm. Um, what matters the most is that we learned a lot from you know working on those projects, and I think we finally you know refined how we work as a company and how you know, everyone communicates. And um, we have a lot of trust in each department now, like when uh, Brett, when it comes to you know music production and, and finding artists, and then you know, Lux, when it comes to uh, video content and, and music videos, Ken's when it comes to the creative direction and artist branding. So we're really just um, you know it's taking a while, but uh, we've learned to you just trust each other in, in each role. Yeah, definitely. But I, I couldn't say that there was like, you know, a moment where it was like, yo, fucking. I mean, I mean. Uh, Fajin, Fajin. Um, <laughs> Live radio, Fajin. It's, it's, like, it's not like it's your first time. <laughs> Brett, last time too, Brett. <laughs> We're learning so much from these guys, you know, and we are excited for the work that they'll be releasing. Now, we did mention future releases. You did mention Messiah. What other stuff are we looking forward to for Careless? Uh, Would you like to? Uh, Definitely, for the first quarter, you'll see a lot of singles coming out from Careless, uh, from all the artists. So, you have James, you have Messiah, you have... Uh, Astro, even myself, and Nadine most likely will be putting out music next year again. And just a lot more music from all of us, and then definitely new signings to Careless. So let's be excited for new talent and fresh ideas and, you know, the next wave that's coming. 
Also, I got a follow-up question. I got a follow-up question. Also, you speak Wait, like James is oh, James answering Go ahead, James. Yeah. Uh, I was go- I was gonna say also a um, uh, wildest dreams concert. Yes. Hey. How? Like, like a like an online like an online concert, James. It would, online. it would have to be online, but um, we're still trying to conceptualize ways where it would really make it a different you know concert experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think. You know, there's a lot of online concerts that's been happening, not just here in the Philippines, but all over the world. But now it's another step for Care to say, okay, how do we innovate this? How do we make it completely different and something that pushes the limits? So you know how you guys oh could God. do it? Really memorable, Carla. You, you yeah. have the password to the Zoom or to the link, right? And then you have Nadine's okay. makeup kit and you're going to put on the makeup while she's singing. So it's a complete experience. <laughs> no. No, Knowing no. careless, they're just going to be really down. simple. They're going to be really simple. It's an online concert, but it's going to be a hologram. Like, oh, Nadine's going to yeah. come out of the computer and she's going to, like, dance and do, do her thing. And everyone's just going to be like, this is the best online concert ever. Nadine is in our living room. Okay, I did mention, uh, you did mention new signings. Now, if anybody want to be a part of careless, are you guys open for auditions? Yes. Always. Um... Our careless um, email is always open. So whoever you are, wherever you are in the Philippines, send it in. I listen to everything. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I listen to everything. So please. <laughs> yeah, also, if, you, if you're if you in direct contact with Brett, you know, be careful of people that are um, pretending to be oh, yeah. with careless. That happened a lot recently. Yeah, there have been a few cases of that happening. Um, some people are tricked into working for producers that claim they were careless, but unless you're speaking with Brett directly, um, yeah, just watch out for that. Yeah, look for that blue check. If it, no, I don't have a Facebook. I haven't had one since 2010, so yeah, watch out for that. All right, so Carla? That's, that's, that's insane. I can't believe people have made fake accounts well, yeah. of, of things like that. That's so sad. That's when you know you're Sorry, big. I got really upset. Now that's when you know you're making <laughs> it big when people so are, hard. you know. These guys are working so hard and then people are trying to jack their, their stuff. That's not fair. Sorry. Tita mode. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on. Fellas, congratulations on the release and we are excited for more of the releases yeah. you guys are going to have with Messiah. Hopefully when we get Messiah, he'll be able to move and talk because the last two guessings he was frozen but you guys have better internet now so so well yeah. Brett's right beside the router so yeah, I feel like yeah. Messiah just has to be positioned exactly where Brett is he knocked the router over a while ago but we're hoping it's fine so I saw that Brett I saw it. So, <laughs> no, it's fine. We love you guys. But message to everybody that's excited for all the careless things to come. Careless things. And of course, who have been supporting careless music from the start. And these are people that no matter what happens, they're really always going to be supporting. What's your message to everyone? Um, first of all, to, um, to all the fans who have been supporting the music and pushing everything. You know, thank you so much. Um, they, you helped us reach, you know, one million views in about three days. So, um, thank you so much for that. And you know, everyone that worked on the project, you know, uh, you know, we had to, we put a lot of, they put a lot of faith in us. We put a lot of faith in them, and we created something, you know, that we can truly be proud of. So, thank you to the whole team, to Praxi, um, to Kuga Projects, um, everyone at Careless and Brooklyn Industries, and. Um, of course, RX for uh, always supporting Careless and everything we do. Thank you so much. 
We love you guys. Mm-hmm. I got you guys. I got Anytime. Killing. Yeah. I love you too. We love you too. I got killing. Long hair, like James. We genuinely we love, love them as artists. <laughs> I mean, Hello, you know, not James. not to get it twisted. Okay, but guys, thank you. Yeah, thank you guys. Message for Nadine. You know, right. Nadine. Go ahead. Like, oh. Rico, you're, uh, you're looking, uh, you're getting, um, what do you call it? Sexy, man. Hey, what? it's working out. I, I mean, I cannot grow the long hair. I cannot grow the long hair, so I gotta, you know, just slip You don't down. understand, James. You don't understand. You made Rico's year. Yeah, like, dude. You have been working out so hard. Just to get things you need to say, bro, you're looking sexy. Dude. Rico, it's the bone broth, man. Good job. Broth, Good job. Man. You can bone cry broth. later. You can cry when all is said and done. But guys, thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you so much for hanging out with us. Congratulations on all of the amazing work that you've been doing with local artists. I mean, the best is yet to come for you guys. And we're so excited for all of the new music. Send it to us first, yeah. okay? Exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> Send it to us first. So we play it first. Monster exclusive. But do you want to thank some of your uh, careless team, the hardworking guys and gals over there? Yeah, um, I, especially a big thanks to um, Angela, um, Steph, who you guys met already, um, Jigil and Chess, our marketing team, for like a really amazing launch that we had. You know, it wasn't it wasn't easy to launch across multiple platforms. It was on Kumu, Facebook, uh, YouTube, on ABS-CBN, TikTok. It was everywhere, so it was pretty wild. And um, uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you to them, also to Paulo and Jericho, you know, our, our sales team for yes, you know staying up so late. Um, we're working like 12-hour days, days a week. It's it's crazy. Wow. But um, yeah, I just want to thank um, everyone for their hard work. It really paid off. How about your message for Nadine? Because, you know, Wildest Dreams, over a million views. Dang, dude, that's awesome. Message yeah. for Nadine, guys. Yeah. Um, Nadine, um, congratulations. And it's it's so inspiring to see, you know, someone who really was so insecure about her writing but came out with something that has so much like depth and is really profound. So um, congratulations. And there's still more to come. Um, there's... We have a bunch of content and activations coming up next for Nadine, uh, like a podcast, um, a director's commentary uh, explained of, you know, the whole process of making the music and also the videos. So that'll be coming out November, December. So um, stay tuned. Yes. Uh, you know, Carla, one more, one more for me. Uh, James, it was all over TV. You got pranked with Billy. <laughs> if you were to prank someone, who would you prank? Uh, thank you guys. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but man, thank you guys very much. Give it up for careless music. Everyone hitting me up and asking me for money now. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> five million. You don't realize, but in the comments, I've just been trying to sift through the flash only like the messages, but everything is like James, I need to borrow money. <laughs> James, how do I reach you? James, makano <laughs> interest. <laughs> but thank you guys I mean for the laughs for your time now for all of the things that you have in store for everybody 2020 is looking up it has been saved thank you Careless Music for really just providing entertainment and an escape and comfort for people that so badly need it at this time so thank you guys we appreciate you 
I will see you soon, okay? Excited. We have um, Wildest Dreams merch coming out. <gasps> it's actually tonight. We will be um, opening up our shop for, uh, for pre-orders. So tonight you can go to uh, what's the website? <laughs> Come on, Steph. You can step in the camera. Come on, Steph. Try Art Instagram. So you can go there. Um, I think it's Try Art. It's a local um, company here in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. They're making the merchandise of Ending's Wildest Dream album. And all of the designs were, designed, were created by Hens, our creative director. So tonight it'll be available for... Um, for orders, so yeah. and there's no waste. It's sustainable, so oh, yes. Uh, guys, let's go to the canvas underscore PH Twitter. All right. Oh my God, sustainable merch. We stand sustainable men. What no. type of merch is there? Is there are there hoodies and stuff? Oh my God, I'm gonna oh, buy. Hoodies. Um, <laughs> hoodies. There'll be hoodies. I'm gonna buy. Shirt for each of the songs that are in the uh, visual album. So there's a design for Dance with Danger, um, White Rabbit, Glow Ivory. Grace guys and mother's dreams. Yeah. Yeah. So, Different design for each song. And there are for oh guys God. too, right? Because it'll be weird if I'm like wearing a hoodie that says wildest dreams and I'm a dude, you know what I mean? But Rico, you're sexy now. Right. You can fit in for the hoodie. There's so many good designs there that either or. Actually, I have the website now, so I'm ready. It's uh, <laughs> shopnadinglustre.ph. Uh, All right, there you okay. go. Add we to will cart check that now. Out. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Brett guys. Jackson, James Reed. Thank you. See you guys. What an awesome, awesome interview. Carla. Ah, it's always fun when we get to hang out with them. Mm-hmm. And I honestly am so proud. I feel like such a tita. I am so proud of how far they've come. Bye, boys. They're in the background. They're yeah, like, they're, bye. They're raving. They have come so far in terms of their music and just how far Careless has gone from a passion project to a full-blown label, Rico. And, wow. And the, the extreme focus that they have, you know? They're, yeah. In the beginning of the label, they did make some mistakes, like all the labels do. But the thing there is they kept on soldiering on, regardless of what people are saying. I don't care. That's why it's called careless. It's kept on yeah. going. Producing that was a the good fun, music. Rico. I'm right, so proud. Right. <laughs> yeah, learning. Learning us it is. But thank you guys very much. Do tag those who are big fans of their music and do tag those who you want them or introduce the music to just by yeah. sharing this. All right. So on Facebook Live, she is Carla Aguas. He's Rico Robles Live. The Monster RX 93.1 podcast channel. The best podcast content online. Only from Manila's hottest. Monster RX 93.1.